on a very special episode of Pottoween. <laughs> we constantly bash everybody's art, so let's bash ourselves. I'm just a turd. I really am. I, I, I am. And I I'm just a turd. I really am. I, I, I am. You all painted up for a crackhead, huh? <laughs> Halloween ain't so manana. Hello and welcome to the end of Potoween. It's been a month-long Halloween extravaganza. <laughs> Not really. We're, no. we're just having fun because yeah, we love October. <laughs> yeah, we love October. And you know it's October because we're battling all of our demons. You just bashed your leg, and I'm just fighting ants. It's the end. The I end did. times. I always get hurt, man. I mean, anyone who knows me that's listening knows that I literally choke on air, trip over nothing, and get hurt every day, every day every day <laughs> and this perfectly leads into what today is all about because we normally talk trash but today we're going to talk trash about something different ourselves yeah because what total turds we are <laughs> we constantly bash everybody's art so let's bash ourselves and do this we bonus bash episode. art i don't bash art well that's what we do for fun we well, watch you're trashy talking about movies. movies yeah we do trash we trash movies because we like trash movies it's not like we're trashing them to trash them. We trash them because we love them. We're going to make this a, an annual tradition. We're going to do every bonus October. Right on Halloween, we're going to release an episode of us trashing ourselves. Yeah, I like it. I mean, you know, I pretty much hate myself 365 days out of the year. Well, I anyway. love yourself. I love yourself, too. And today, we got a little, <laughs> we're going to do a list of embarrassing moments and maybe one just explaining ourselves a little better. Yeah, also we are talking about um, our love of horror movies, where our love of horror movies came from, and um, basically a whole mess of personal things about us and who we are as people, and I mean, how, I mean, the fuckery just doesn't stop with me. Uh, so, yeah, would you say that a lot of your love of horror movies, and spe you know, like, specifically, does it come from these crazy moments? I think that for me, like Halloween and horror movies and the love of October really come from the scares. And a lot of that ties to your embarrassment. Like you're shocked that something freaked you out or you did something stupid or like a prank. That's Halloween in a nutshell. So yeah. do you feel like that kind of goes with you as well? Absolutely. But here's the thing. I don't usually get embarrassed over anything because... I'm just so used to the fuckery that is my life oh. and the misfittery and how I am. I'm just a turd. I really am. I, I, I am. And uh, so I, but I love, I love horror movies all year. So I, I literally am just obsessed. And it does, I mean, October oh, enhances that. October is like the best month ever. Um, but it, it's, it, it does enhance it for me. But also, I mean, I, I am. I'm a goober most of the time anyway, so. Well, I mean, uh, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, 
let's face facts. I mean, I know you for a fact have a lot of embarrassing moments like I do. Um, and one of them isn't even on this list, so I'm going to remember that for next year. And you know what's funny, though, is I do have embarrassing moments, but I don't know if they're more embarrassing for me or if they're more embarrassing for you because you're not, there. No, I'm, I know Because you. I don't I realize that I'm embarrassed until 10 minutes well, later when I'm like, would I just, did I just say that to Well, you person? tackle embarrassment like a whole nother person. You actually don't tackle embarrassment. You tell everybody else to go fuck off and that they're wrong, <laughs> even when you know you're embarrassed. You, I'm like, you no. Don't, you don't reflect you. on not. the embarrassment. You push it off. So <laughs> basically, I'm reflecting. I become your punching bag. So maybe I do not reflect, and you you are my best friend. No, so yeah. you are gonna be there. And so I'm the one that gets all... confused. <laughs> You're like you trip and fall of your own feet, and then you tell me to go fuck myself. <laughs> no, you know how that goes. Just so our listeners know, this is the truth. Every time I get hurt, which is quite often, Scott says, "I love you, honey." I do. That's and my that way of saying. that is his way of saying you're an idiot. It's actually me going, you're such a cutie. And also, he laughs at me. He, But then later on, he'll say, are you okay? Because I laugh at myself He does all feel the time, bad. so you but get it too. It's like know. I totally, I know that I get hurt every two seconds. I'm yeah. always booping my knee or getting hurt some way and burning myself on my glue gun. It's just a hot mess over here. Oh, see what I did? I said hot Ooh, mess. hot mess. Oh, I did that. I said it. You did. So when I... Get hurt, he says, he giggles in his little giggle, and he'll say, I love you, honey. Because and that's I, just his way of saying, you are such a stinker. You know, and you're saying that, but I don't think that. I, I, what I, I do do that. The reason I do it is because you do the same thing over and over. Oh, I don't learn and lessons, the ever. Fourth, the third or fourth time, I usually go, I love you. No, I'll, I'll, no because, I'll tell you, I do not learn lessons. Yeah. I never learn, ever. No. And you don't want to. I don't want to because, you know what? <laughs> Why? The chaos of this well, life is just so much fun. I mean, this is perfect. Uh, you know, they say trick or treat, right? And no one ever gives out a, a trick anymore. So I feel like that kind of goes into what we're talking about today because the tricks are all of the scares and the the idiotic stuff. And yeah. all. Here, like sometimes you're doing a trick on someone else and you do it on your, you know, it, it comes back on you. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're going to do uh, four things to celebrate the end of October and celebrate Halloween, which we love so much, by telling our goofy, ridiculous stories that tie into our love of horror movies. So, what's number four? What's the title for number four? All right. So, number four is what pranks. 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 The pranks. tricks. Yeah, trickery. Yeah. Fuckery. So do you want to start with a story? <laughs> or? All right. So, I'll just tell this story. And then um, it actually... Set the tone. I'm going to set the tone right now. So this actually happened to me and uh, it's pretty fucked up. But so um, I went with a group of people to see the Blair Witch Project in the movie theater when it came out. Now, obviously, I like many others, most people did not have any clue what this movie was really about. You know, I didn't understand like found footage movies were not you know, very prominent back then. Yeah, none so of us know. this thing set the tone for all of that. So when I went to see this movie, I was absolutely uh, stupefied of, of how terrifying it was. I had never seen a horror movie like this before. I've never seen a found footage movie where, like, you're watching this and you think that, holy shit, this is real. This you know, is real. This movie is like the first found footage movie we ever saw, yeah, really. Yeah, I've never seen anything like it ever at that time. 
At that time, I, mean, I, I, was, I know there was probably others, but this is the one we saw. Yeah, this is the one that just slapped me right into the 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 crazy found footage, you know, arena, I guess. But oh my god! So I saw this movie, and I came back to my apartment. Is when I was living by myself. Um, I had broken up with uh, my boyfriend of a long time, and I had I just got an apartment by myself, and uh, my friends all dropped me off at you know my apartment on the way home and uh so i'm walking up the stairs and i get to my front door and there is a pile of rocks just like the one in the blair witch project in front of my door of my apartment now to say that this did me right in where i almost called the police i was done after seeing that movie but then i come home and i see rocks and if you've seen the blair witch which everyone has you know that these rocks are significant so i literally stood there standing outside my apartment door alone in the darkness and all i see are these rocks and i was shaking shaking so bad i was afraid to go inside because i thought there was someone inside my apartment i was terrified Needless to say, I did not sleep that whole night, okay, <laughs> at all. So to who put them there? Okay, so I was like maybe a couple weeks off a of breakup, and my asshole ex-boyfriend... What a dick. ...put them there. I don't know if I... I would never have told him I was going to see the Blair Witch. I mean, I, maybe he was stalking me at that time and calling me often. Um, so maybe I told him I was going to see the Blair Witch, but he put those rocks in front of my door to scare the shit out of me. And it it worked. It yeah. had a lasting effect on me. Needless to say, we did not get back together because that was just fucked up. And, you know, he sucks anyway. But I'm just saying, hmm. I I was furious. And it, it also helped me hate him more. So I was like, yeah, we're we're good, dude. I'm like... I, I've changed my whole outlook on horror movies. Yeah. I was freaking yeah. terrified. Terrified. Oh. Didn't uh, I could swear that you called somebody to move the rocks, or did you not? You I just, did. I did. I, yeah. call, I don't remember who I called. It might have been... I feel like it was your next boyfriend. Um, like you had... Someone I was talking to at the time. Um, yeah, I think I called him and I said, you're going to have to come take this shit out of here because I cannot... I think I'm cursed. I think something has happened to me. There's... There's a demon in my apartment. I was really screwed up. Really screwed up after I, that. I feel like I remember him coming and telling me, this guy put rocks in front of our door. Yeah, like it was just the worst thing. Like after I come home after being completely just shook yeah. after seeing Blair Witch, I, I see those in front of my door. I'm like, this motherfucker. And I didn't think of it at the time of that he did it. Yeah. I was just completely like oh my god i'm cursed someone's gonna come get me i feel like we also saw the movie together that too like, i feel, I feel like, like we, we did because we were friends back then Yeah, i think we we had just met yeah we had just met and um i i've never ever ever been that shaken up <laughs> over a viewing of a horror movie at that point in my life ever i uh, was completely flabbergasted i am uh... Uh, to go add to your story, I remember seeing that as well that night. I believe it was the same night we saw it together. I think um, it scared the shit out of me. Mm -hmm. it, it, I have a problem. And my problem is I usually put my mind way too into a movie. 
And if a movie can get me absorbed enough where I never get taken out of it and realize it's a movie, mm. because if a movie wants you to cry, I'm probably going to cry. If a movie wants you to be scared, I'm probably going to be scared. Um, unless it's bad and too set up and too in your face with like the music. Right, yeah. But I really get absorbed in these damn movies. I love movies so much. And I'm the perfect moviegoer. Um, that being said, that night... I believe that movie was real. The entire film. Mm -hmm. I think everyone did. And it scared the shit out of me. And I remember going home and just, I don't think I slept. I remember just sitting there going, these kids are dead. Mm -hmm. And then I had to go online. And this is, I think, I think we had AOL. Yeah, that was early, early. And the internet, I think I probably couldn't even use my internet if someone was using the phone in the house. So uh, that's how old school. Yeah. And, uh. I just remember, I think I finally got online and I remember seeing the, because it was a website dedicated to finding these kids. It was so great marketing. Yeah. And at the time when the internet wasn't even that big, they even had a marketing campaign that was go help find these kids. Yeah. See, I, I didn't even know that at the time because yeah. I, I was poor. I had no computer. And, I, you know, in 99, yeah. you know, I was. And I could hardly use my mind. It was suck. It really sucked. If you got online, you were lucky. Um, but I remember seeing that website, and I just kept fueling my belief. And then I think it was the MTV Movie Awards. Those three kids came out mm-hmm. and gave an award. I do remember and this. I remember that kind oh of made god. everybody go, wait, it was fake? Yeah, I'm like, oh my god, they're alive. Praise yeah, the Lord. Alive. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? That? And I got to tell you, people might not understand how brilliant that is. But at the time, you know, because movies now, they get ruined really quickly for you, which is shocking that so many of the found footage movies have worked but they really need to hire actors who aren't actors like Mm -hmm. people unknown people and put them in these movies and trick people and it was brilliant it was brilliant it was was brilliant brilliant, yeah and that lead actress was so believable yeah her name is heather donahue she was amazing amazing i felt everything like she's crying in front of the 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 camera Mm. i really did feel like Oh my God! Like I felt gut wrenched at the end. Like they—they're dead. These yeah. people are dead. Like I mean, back then it just felt so real to all of us. Yeah. So, all right. So my yeah. number four pranks, uh, and I got to tell you, my my whole childhood was one big prank because I lived with a <laughs> real scumbaggy brother. So my brother would torture me on a daily basis, and I was so wanting of his love that I would do anything. He called me in the room and say, "Hey, we're gonna play Jimmy Fly Snooker," and he—that means that he would jump off the bed onto me and do wrestling moves onto me, and I let him do it. So uh, th- this was damaging to my psyche for very many years. But this particular time, this one stuck with me forever. And he called me in and said, "Hey, you want to come in the room and play He-Man?" And I was like, "Oh my god." My big brother wants to play with my He-Man toys with me. Aww. And we lived in New York at the time. And we had like an upstairs. And I think my room was next to his room in like a corner. So he would get me to come in his room. And I was like, yay. So I grabbed some He-Man. And I ran into his room so excited. He locked the door. Turned off the lights. And put on the Amityville horror. <laughs> And he held me there. Oh, my God. And the music, the opening music, Mm -hmm. did something to my mind. It scared 
the shit out of me. What made it worse, he told me, this house is not too many blocks down. This is this is a couple blocks, like a, they, he would tell me it was near, but it was basically like two towns over. Mm-hmm. We live near the Amityville Horror house. And uh, he would just tell me it's near us. <laughs> and so he would tell me that Jody the pig, I believe it was in the movie, yes. was coming for me <laughs> all the time. So he held me there and it deathly messed me up. And the movie for a very long time, maybe within the last 10 years it stopped, just the music did something to me. It yeah. creeped me out. Cue and music I, here. <laughs> it, yeah, cue the music over this whole thing. Um, and uh, he would constantly put two glowing lights oh. or two like glow-in-the-dark toys in the corner of my room. So every time the lights went off in the, in the, in the middle of the night, I would have to see these two eyeballs you would think it's of Jody. Jody. And he would say, Jody's coming for you. Oh. And as you remember, Jody is also on the second story. Yeah. And I, we lived on the second story. Oh. And he, he would say, watch your window at night. So I would constantly oh. cover the window. And I was, I mean, I must have pissed my pants. Oh. I, I, I don't even remember. But I remember it really creeped me out. And it stuck with me for a long time. And to make things worse... My parents also kind of indulged in this 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 uh, this fear for for years. They also did things. So, what do you think would make me never want to watch horror movies again? Made me want to like really fight my horror movie fears. But still, it put such a fear into me for years. Certain horror movies were like taboo, and I still have some horror movies that I was afraid to watch because of that thought of that fear again. And and it's obvious, a lot of those movies that I feel like that I've watched and I'm like oh it's not that bad but in my mind I have built it up to that moment of that fear so there's so many movies I have on the list that I'm like I don't know if I'm ever gonna watch these movies because I'm just freaked out in the fear <laughs> so that's my number four and it oh. will always be with me Emily will, will always be with me and uh, we did go and my parents drove me. They drove past the house one day. I just remember that, and I saw the house, and I was like, Jesus yeah. Christ. And I was like, oh, this is the bar where after he killed his family, he came to. Uh-huh. That bar still exists, yeah. I heard. I don't know. Yeah, you know, it just... It's amazing, too, because I do also have an obsession with true crime. Yeah. And I have always been obsessed with that story. The Ronald DeFeo story, I've read every book on it. I've read every single thing that Jay Anson, um, yeah. you know, Amityville Well, Horror. this is a funny thing that we shared when we, when we met. I think that I shared my absolute love with this story Mm -hmm. to you and i actually remember telling you because this is funny that links to what you were just saying and it also links to my story years later we moved to florida and um i remember we was in middle school and they told us to bring a book to read a book and do like a report everybody had to bring a book and read it now i don't know if this just freaked out the teachers but the books i would bring were insane and one of the books I brought was the Amityville Horror. It was the first book. I had a hardcover book. Mm-hmm. It was like first edition hardcover. And I remember even had the plans for the house inside of it and everything. And it now this is the movie I'm afraid of. And I'm reading the book because I became obsessed with learning what really happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that book doesn't really help that. It goes with this. It pushes the idea of monsters right so i became obsessed and i remember we met and i remember giving you that book 
And I said, yeah. this book. I don't know if we still have it. But we do have it. I will never let that book go. I, I could swear we didn't have it. It's the hardcover by Jay Anson. Yeah. It's a beautiful and I edition. read that book. I think I might have read it twice. And then I started reading all about Ronald DeFeo the and the yeah. DeFeos and all that. And then the Lutzes moving in the house and all that nonsense. Yep. So, like, yeah, I, I, I am very obsessed with that whole story. But, all yeah, right. I get it. So, okay. Number um, three. Number three. Oh, God. All right. What do we got? Well, number three is the most embarrassing moment with a celebrity. Embarrassing moments with a celebrity. Yeah. So we have probably many, <laughs> but I know specifically we have two that we're embarrassed. About. Yeah. I mean, I I usually don't get embarrassed until I think about you know maybe five minutes later I'm like, oh, did I just say that? Was I such a goober? Did I totally like nerd girl out? Did I like really? Anyway, so we go to a lot of conventions, um, spooky conventions. Comic book conventions, Star Trek conventions. Yeah, we actually try to go, anytime we're in a place and there's a convention, we try to go to it. Yeah. Like, oh, let's go to it and see what's going on in whatever. Right. We unfortunately haven't been to a couple big ones, but we've been to some really Well, we went to San Diego Comic-Con. I mean, we, you know, we've been to some. And we love fandom, so we try to go to all of these things. Yes. Um, But, uh, yeah, Spooky Empire, that happens down here in Florida, so we... um, we go to that a lot. And uh, at Spooky Empire one year, oh. it was... Is this a different story? Well, I might not know. No, you do. this is the story. Because that was Comic-Con. No, it Mega-Con. wasn't. No, Mega-Con. that it... was not. That was Spooky Empire. Oh. Um, so we went to Spooky Empire one year. And um, so John Kassir, who does the voice of the Crypt Keeper... <laughs> oh, hello, creeps. ...was supposed to be there at the convention so we were like oh man you know i want to go see him and then um i was excited because i had an obsession with angel um and the tv show angel Angel. and uh i learned that julie benz was going to be at the convention as well which is kind of odd because they were divorced at the time uh i think it might have been just divorcing yeah she was married to john kassir for a while but they had just gotten divorced at that point so he wasn't at his table, which was just like a couple seats down, mm-hmm. but she was there. So I had her come over and sign my toy. I had a Darla toy. And um, I don't know what happened to me. I don't know what happened in my brain that day. Yeah. But I was so excited to see her. Which and, is weird. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know why I was excited to see her. I, she just looked really pretty and she just looked very welcoming. Yeah. So I was excited. And I walked up to this woman and I just started babbling incoherently. I don't even know what I was saying. All I could tell her was, oh my God, you know, when you died on Angel, I was crying for the longest time and I was so sad about it. I don't even know the shit that was spewing out of my mouth. I don't even remember all of it. You you actually, uh, I was with you and I was embarrassed there. You, something happened to your brain. It melted. I, I, and I was confused because, you know, she she's like, we liked her on Buffy and Angel. Yeah. But she really stood out. Like other actors on that show stood out more. And that's why I was shocked that this is the woman that you're right. freaking out about. Yeah, I just totally and had a meltdown. Something happened. Your brain just switched off and it became butter because you didn't even speak for a couple minutes. Yeah, I didn't know what to say. And she was like, almost to the point of, are you okay? Yeah, like she looked up at me and I was just like like staring at her. I didn't know what to say. I was dumbfounded. And then she said something and it just unleashed like 
the yeah. diarrhea out of my mouth. I believe you said something about... A massacre. I remember and what I it was, too, because... <laughs> I remember I said to her, Yeah, she she's okay. I think she's nerding out a little too hard. All right? And then uh, we wanted to get a DVD. We had slipcovers to our DVDs, and we loved Angel. Mm -hmm. Like love angel love that tv show and um i wanted her to sign it but it was the last year i wanted to see if i can get everybody to sign that last year mm -hmm. because i thought that last year was great and she came back in an episode or two i think she had a little arc that she came back to finalize her character um and it was like in ghost form or flashback form a couple of times or something like that and she actually said oh i was um I wasn't really on this season, but I was like, you played a huge part. And then that's when you unleashed. And you just started babbling. Yeah, I don't know about anything I was saying. Connor and the birth. Oh, Connor, and yeah. how she killed herself to, sac she, to save Connor. Yes, and I was telling her, like, I literally went, I think I went through the whole plot of yep. the episode to her. And she was just, like, completely, I mean, she was really sweet about it. But she looked up at me like, this bitch, get her out of here. Yeah, it was very uncomfortable. Yeah, I, I, I was. I don't know what happened. I totally just flipped a switch and just went completely nuts. I don't know what happened. And it, watching you know, the steam come out of your head, and you just—I I felt like you were going to start crying. I don't know what happened it to just, me. You're gone. I had a moment, and so like I never—I didn't even—I didn't even nerd out <laughs> that crazy and hard on Linda Hamilton or Haley Atwell. Yeah, we've had so or many bigger people. So many huge people. Jerry Ryan. I mean, I just lost my shit i mean i got to meet elvira for christ's sake and yeah. i did not but i just something happened to my brain that day i feel like at the same convention we had just met brad dwarf oh and this is like did. an oscar winner yes well you, you know he's a voice of chucky yeah and i mean i was like this guy is amazing look he's um, in everything that Exorcist we love three and one lord of the, the rings and I, and I don't even know if lord of the rings was yeah i guess it was out i guess it was already out yes it was um we had just met him, and we were like, like eh, normal. Yeah. I, I remember I had a whole conversation with him because uh, this was before uh, Seed of Chucky or yeah. um, all those movies. And I was like, "I are you coming back? There's rumors that you're coming back. And he was laughing because he I don't think he knew it was out that mm -hmm. he was coming back. Yeah. And uh, we talked to him fine. Yeah, he and was And then fine. when you met her, I, yeah, I don't know what happened. you just melted. I think that all of the uh, maybe the the pressures of the day and walking around and meeting all the celebrities it just when I got to her I was kind of just like just here here's the rest of the diarrhea I have in my <laughs> yeah. mouth. I'm like I don't I was just so weird. I mean god, I don't melted. know. And then like years later when I saw her on Dexter, I was like, "Oh, fuck, I don't want to see her ever again." Yeah. Yeah, right? <laughs> like this is the moment I want to forget when I totally Isn't that odd? Like, freaked out and like act like a fool. And you, I know you look back at it and go all the people I know die, like a freak out I know I mean the only person I would ever freak out and like probably faint if I ever met was Sigourney Weaver so like but I met like a ton of oh, celebrity so I met William people. fucking Shatner and Leonard Nimoy I have met every single Star Trek person which means a lot to me yeah. and I never freaked out ever like that but I just had such a moment in my head I think I just snapped like I went bonkers all right, so I mean, my number four is not as good, and but it does lead into some you meeting somebody that you absolutely okay, love. Okay, this is again at Spooky Empire. I'm assuming this one's at Spooky Empire. I don't. I yes, really it think was. that it was Megacon. Spooky Empire. But, no, right. I'm telling um, you. All right. So why the hell would the angel cast be at Spooky Empire? And I don't even think Spooky Empire because it's a vampire show, you know. Well, whatever. So um, 
This one was at Spooky Empire, and it wasn't too long ago. But this one embarrassed the crap out of me. This one's going to haunt me for the rest of my life. It will. So, <laughs> we have a poster for Aliens. And we wanted to be signed by everybody. We met Lance Henderson. Henrickson. Henderson. And he, like, literally he was amazing. Was amazing. But Aliens is my favorite movie of all time, side note. It's, without a doubt, one of the most incredible movies ever made. Mm -hmm. I don't care what anybody says. It is perfect. Mm -hmm. It should be the template for every science fiction action film ever made. It literally should. It's it, a 10 out of 10. Not only is it one of the best sequels ever made, it is also probably one of the best horror sci-fi action movies ever made Hands every down. everything steals from it and it rightfully so it with the and, ultimate final girl <laughs> and i yes the ultimate final girl. fucking ripley so we met him and we we got a chance to go might meet michael bean who is a, a legend to me like michael an icon. A legend <laughs> he's in terminator and he is in aliens and I, I, so many other movies tombstone but mm -hmm. Those two movies are so important to me. I love them so much. But here's the problem with Scott. I don't like taking pictures. I'm not a big fan of looking at myself. <laughs> so when Joe wants to go get photos with people, oh, I, was all I usually him. get away from the photo. <laughs> I don't want to be in them. And I've had embarrassing moments with in photos many times. There's been a couple in particular that were very uncomfortable for me, and I did not like being in them. Um... And I don't, I don't even like it. I'm not even a big fan of paying to meet these people. I, You know, we're fans. We've been paying forever to see their movies, to do all this stuff. I'm not a big fan, but I really like enjoying getting, you know, a movie that I love or is really important and just, like, getting all of the signatures. So to meet Michael Bean was, oh, my God, this is amazing, you know? And uh, I had so many things I wanted to say to this guy, but I wanted Joe, who is more in nerddom, freaking out oh i was losing my shit to go and have the meeting with this you know person so we walked up and joe is gushing and loving and just talking about aliens and he was talking about aliens back it was very cool and uh he um <laughs> you said can we also take a photo and he said of course very so you got up and came around to the signature table mm -hmm. to take a photo with you and he had a handler with him who was going to take the photo for them. Usually the handlers like taking the photos because the actors want to get the right lighting and all that. A lot of people are like, I don't want to look at crap in these photos. Right, yeah. So get a professional guy to kind of do it for me. So, okay. So I started moving to the side of the, the guy, the handler. The handler says, do you want to get in the photo? And I say, no, I'm not a fan. <laughs> Why I said this is beyond me. <laughs> but when I realized that what I had said sounded like I was talking about Michael Bean. Like I'm not a fan of his. I saw Michael Bean's face drop into fuck you face. And I felt terrible. And I didn't, it just dawned on me as we were leaving and saying thank you. And now I'm sitting here thinking, I just shit on this guy. And I didn't even mean to. It's just a poor choice of words. Why did I say these words? You should have just said, oh, no, I don't like taking pictures. Or, no, thanks. Just her. Or, no, and I was know. trying to say, no, I'm not a fan of photos. 
Right, but it just came out wrong. But it, it just it, came out it like came out I'm to not a him, fan. Like, I'm not a fan of yours. And then kind of like that record skip. Yeah, and, and then Bean... me realizing that sounded <laughs> awful. And then we walked away, and the whole time I was like, "Oh my god, oh my god, did I just say that to this guy? I love this guy." And all I wanted to ask him about was the movie that he did with Nicolas Cage, and say, "How insane was that to be on film with this guy?" doing what he was doing because that movie is crazy and i think it's called deadfall and uh i'm just sitting and forever i'm haunted by this and now we just recently came back from another one and i think you met another celebrity i did i met robin lively she's a sweetie poo and i got the fuck out of there yep i did not want anybody to ask me a question yep you scooched over to the side. I was scared to death I, to say something. But stupid. her, her, her um, assistant or whatever took the picture. So yeah, it worked out. But yeah, that was that's pretty messed up. So let's move on from this one and not talk about that ever again. Okay? It'll haunt me forever. It was gonna haunt. Yes, it's gonna haunt you forever. That's worse than my Julie Ben's without a doubt. Flip out. Without. Say we take off, nuke the site from orbit. It's the only way to be sure. But uh, anyway, all right. What are we on? Number two. Yep. Okay. Uh, this is number two is movies that we weren't supposed to watch when we were younger. Yeah, people warned us about. Yeah, don't watch this movie. You won't be right in the head. And yeah, or some or something somebody told you like a parent. Yeah, I don't know what you what story you have, but something tells you like, hey, don't do this thing. It's gonna scare you. It's gonna mess you up, and you just couldn't help yourself. Well, I I yes. This, this is still haunting to me so as an adult. Set the stage. All right, so I'll set the stage. Okay. Well, I didn't really watch a whole lot of horror movies when I was a kid because um, we didn't have, you know, HBO or Cinemax or any of those. We, we didn't have a lot of money, so we never had any cable. We just had, like, you know, Channel 4, Channel 7. That, you know, that's it. So whatever was really on the TV was what I would watch or, you know, renting uh, videos, you know, VHS tapes. Yes, I'm that old. And uh, so... <laughs> oh, we could talk about that. So, yeah. So, like, you know, I heard about this movie that had a lot... That, that was, you know, about kids. It was about kids, you know? So, you know, it, it should be okay. It, it should be all right. I now know where we're going You know, it, it's like, oh, there's kids in it. We're good. I can watch it. Ma, can I rent this? Can I rent this video, please, at the video store? Oh, it's called Children of the Corn. Oh, um, what's that about? I, I don't know, Mom, but there's kids. It's all kids. Okay. All right. My mom never asked any questions. She was very just, okay, whatever you want. So, yeah, there it is. Children of the Corn. To this day, I, first of all, let me just say that I never expected that, okay? But people I knew at the time, other kids have seen it. But they didn't elaborate on what it really was. Um, and as a young person watching this movie, I didn't really know, like, you know, the devil and demons, you know, and, and satanic rituals and all. That was not, you know, I was still playing with Nintendo and you know, that just, that was me as a kid. I was playing video games and running around with my friends and, you know, that I never really knew anything about horror movies. So when I watched this movie, not only was I completely wrecked mentally, okay? Because the motherfucking kid who plays Malachi, and I'm sorry, 
what is his name? Courtney? Who? Oh, Courtney? Sure. Courtney Gaines? Something okay. like that. So yeah, I'm sorry, but at the time, he scared the piss out of me. I was terrified, but not even more so was I terrified of him. I was terrified of the little fucker that played Isaac. Mm. Okay, just evil-looking shits. You know, I just I couldn't take it. No, damn oh, not you, black fiend! He will punish you. The dog of hell will devour you. All of you. And the kids, the way they dressed, were in that, like, you know, old farmers, you know, like, farmers plaid dresses and Mormon looking, uh, you know, that kind of thing. And all I can remember is the corn stalks, the, the filthy, disgusting corn stalks. And ever since I've seen that movie when mm. I was a kid, I am terrified. Of cornfields, okay? To say I'm terrified of cornfields is an understatement, okay? Terrified. I, I hate it. I feel like there's some Satan, uh, you know, satanic temple inside <laughs> there. There's people in there waiting to murder you. And this has spawned several other movies. You know, there's several Children of the Corn movies, yes. Oh, but then later on in life, when I've seen movies that took place in cornfields, we've seen many. Mm-hmm. There's always a devil inside. There's a demon. There's a monster. There's something in there. I cannot, cannot go anywhere near a cornfield. And when we did our massive anniversary road trip, and we were driving for about, I don't know, it felt like 15, 16 miles through this one stretch of road that was just cornfields all around, I literally was having the worst panic attack of my life. My (laughs) insides were shaking. I was like, please, dear God, if we get a freaking flat tire right here, I'm going to die, okay? I will not make it out of this because I will die. I will have a heart attack and die. I do not like corn, like the cornfields. I I can't, I just can't do it because of that movie. I thought you were going to will our tire to pop. It just will it into existence. I mean, I, really I you seriously, you, you, you saw me. I was not right in the head. I could not get through. Like I was closing my eyes through that drive through most of it because I just couldn't look at the cornfields. And I want to thank you, children of the corn, for doing that to me. And also um, being afraid of movies that have murderous kids because that movie has done something to my soul that movie. And I did watch it recently again as an adult by myself to see if I can overcome this fear. We did it once together as well. Yeah. And I did it by myself recently. And I will say it is, yes, creepy as fuck. Um, But it is, it doesn't do the the same thing that it did to me when I was a kid. No. I remember when we watched it together and we kept saying, this was scary? Like, this is bad. I just remember finding it very cheesy. Yeah. Now as an adult, but... Back then, when I was just a little itty bitty, you know, little oh, turd, doubt. Yeah. I, I had never seen anything like that at that point, and I was terrified. And that has set the tone for my whole adult life, where I can't stand cornfields. I can't do it. I won't do it. Yeah. So if there's like a haunted, um, haunted trail or a haunted, you know, whatever, uh, you know, for Halloween, I will not go if there's any sort of corn involved. <laughs> That's it. That's fine. So there you have it. <laughs> Children of the corn. Fuck you. <laughs> All right, my uh, my number two on this one, my uh, I okay, back in New York again. Um, my parents. I remember my parents. I don't know if my aunt and uncle were over. Whatever was going on, it was. It's weird. And this is one of those moments where I was young, so 
it blurs the line of how real everything is. But what I remember was them telling me to go and play in the backyard. And, uh, you know, go play. The adults are going to watch a movie and you can't watch it. Right? Mm-hmm. And I, in, in hindsight, it sounds like porn. It does. I was just going to say um, that. They were like, oh, we're going to watch an, a movie and you can't see it. It'll scare you. Something like that. And what does a kid do? You, you, when you hear something like that, you can't. No, that means you're you obviously get, you're going gonna, to. I'm going to yeah, do you it. you have to. And you think I would have learned my, le- my lesson with the Amityville Horror stuff, but <laughs> nope. So what I remember was we had these, if you can remember the the uh, 80s or whatever, the tacky windows with the wood paneling that had the little uh, pole oh, in the middle. yeah. And the wood would go and you could oh, look yeah, in. Oh, yeah, the slats. Yeah, yeah you can look And the, the slats, slats weren't always like together properly, so you can kind of glance in. Oh, through yeah, it. you can see. Well, I went outside and I watched through the window. And what I watched was a woman being attacked by a toy. And I just remember it being the worst thing I'd ever looked at. It was just a woman being savagely attacked by a killer toy that looked to me like a killer, like wooden Satan. And I just remember going, what the fuck is this? <laughs> the woman I was watching was Karen Black. Mm-hmm. And the movie was Trilogy of Terror. <laughs> that was the worst segment. I mean, the best worst segment. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah, it, it was I, We amazing. rewatched it recently. It was so creepy. And we just kept going, this is so much it fun. It was so creepy. <laughs> it's so much fun. But as a child seeing this thing savagely stabbing her with a tiny little needle like sword and going i'm just remember watching it through the window going and i just remember her fighting this thing i couldn't look away my eyes were like peeled just open and i remember she throws it i believe in an oven and it sets on fire in there and it's on fire going and it just was like oh and then the last shot i don't even know i think this is true Karen Black turns to the camera and she has become the thing. Her yeah. face has like those yellow eyes <laughs> and her teeth are like the monster teeth of the doll. Mm-hmm. And I just backed away from this window slowly. Probably scarred for life. And I remember just thinking I had just witnessed something real that happened like my mind didn't even compute that it was a movie they were watching (laughs) like they were watching an actual news report i don't know what Uh. my mind thought it was but good lord did it freak me the hell out and it 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 it, i couldn't i can't you know it's one of those things when you look at like a log and you automatically go trilogy of terror (laughs) yeah and it's weird that you actually started watching it through the window slats at that moment, because that's the last segment. Yeah, I must have like snuck out. I must have took me a while to get there, and then I must have just started watching. Yeah, it. you probably went outside to play, and you were like, "Oh, they're watching a movie. What are they watching?" Or someone gave me food, and they like yeah. it preoccupied me for a while. I don't really recall <laughs> everything. I just remember watching the end of Trilogy of Terror through the window. Yeah, that shit's that one's creepy. That was the best segment of all of them. I mean, yeah. it was creepy. He looked like a like a burnt hairy piece of doo-doo with teeth wild (laughs) it is so wild to look at him um (laughs) when you see him as a child and he's like he just won't stop doing that (laughs) 
and he won't stop attacking her. And she, I mean, Karen Black kicking ass in that film. Oh, Just she's awesome. Ass yeah, Karen Black is awesome. Um, yeah, that's my, you shouldn't have watched this, you dummy, like, <laughs> movie. I like it. Yeah. Awesome. All right. So number one. Number one. I'm is, on a serious note. Okay. So we're doing the what is what is single-handedly responsible? Well, yeah. For some, us? Uh, emotional attachment to a horror movie. Okay. Something that really, really made you love horror. Okay. So mine is going to be a pretty specific. Um, I after doing like a lot of thinking about this, and I, you know. The, the reason that I love horror movies, I mean, I'm going to have to tell you just flat out two words. Stephen King. Mm. Stephen King. I mean, yep. he is fucking amazing. Okay? Like, his adaptations, like, his the, the books that he's written, mm. I've read several, um, but his movie adaptations, you know, not all the movie adaptations are um, amazing, they're not all great, but I will tell you that the ones that have impacted my life are have everything to do with Stephen King. Mm-hmm. Like, my fear of corn. There it is. Children of the corn. Uh, my fear of twins. There it is. The Shining. That The Shining still remains, after all this time, the scariest movie to me. Yeah. You know, he yeah. also, you know, he's he's, you know, done werewolves. So Silver Bullet, just, I love that movie. Mm-hmm. That's one of my childhood movies that I watch over and over again. Cute little Corey Haim back then. Um, Firestarter, that's my when I uh, started really liking Drew Barrymore. And I thought that was very creepy. Um, it, Clowns, mm-hmm. okay. Um, Carrie, Carrie was amazing. Uh, I still love that movie so much that I watch it every single October and probably even more than that. Um, Pet Cemetery. Pet Cemetery scared the shit out of me with Pascal and Gage running around, a two-year-old little boy, you know, a zombie little boy. Like, I mean, Stephen King is single-handedly probably responsible for all my greatest fears and my love of horror. Mm. I mean, he's brilliant. So that that is how I think I I, I entered into loving horror so much because, because of him. Yeah. And also, uh, I read Misery, and I thought that that book was great. And then the movie happened, mm-hmm. and then I was like, "Oh wow, Kathy Bates and James Conn are fucking killing it!" Like, it was. I mean, there there are some bad adaptations, but well, there are some really good ones. Like I was just talking to you about how I, how I love Needful Things. Mm. I love that. Um, like, there there are some some not so great ones, but overall, Stephen King would be single handedly responsible for my greatest fears and my love of horror do you think that you found stephen king on book first and then went to the movies yes i or did do you feel like the movies first no i uh, the first one that i've ever read from stephen king was pet cemetery and it wow. absolutely destroyed me interesting i was freaked out yeah so i was like okay yeah um i was so interested in everything about him and everything and then you know stanley kubrick brought us the shining and um i i think that that movie just did something to my soul like mm. it just it was it is forever ever going to be one of the best horror movies i have ever seen in my life 
that and The Exorcist. So, hmm. you know, I mean, you can't do better than those two movies. They're 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 pieces of of art. <laughs> they're like, I mean, ten out of ten. Both. Well, to to add to your point, um, I also gravitated to Stephen King early. I think, in all honesty, if you ask anybody, if you ask anybody around our age, Stephen King was probably very important. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, in a lot of ways, like. I feel like he he defined like horror for mm-hmm. a lot of a yeah, lot of us. He did. And I also read the books, but I don't know if I saw some of the movies first. But I back to that middle school story that I was telling you about. I brought the Amityville Horror to the next book I brought was Cujo. Yeah. And I just kept up with this. The books that I was bringing were very adult. Yeah. That's and, another one I didn't mention. Cujo. Yeah. And a lot of these things. I had deathly afraid of too, uh, and I think a lot of that comes from. I was very scared of dogs, but we had a lot of dog issues in my family, uh-huh. uh, a lot of dog stuff. So I uh, saw Cujo, and it, it it blew my mind. And I read that book, and it was even more interesting. The thing that really shocked me about Stephen King early was how good his short stories were. Mm-hmm. And his short story books are killer. There's so many movies that come out of those short story books. There's so many in there, and the, the odd thing I find is he's one of the rare ra- reader, like writers whose movies are better. In, like, I don't know what it is about it. I don't know if it's because he over-describes in his books that he make does, them very yeah. long. He like, The Stand is almost unreadable because oh, it's so big. Yeah, The Stand is like, um, you know, you're reading like um, four Harry Potter books in Exactly. There. And the when you see the miniseries, you're like, this cuts down to the, the bare essentials. Mm-hmm. And some of his books, his movies, made like the adaptations – or just get right to it and do mm-hmm. it so well. So well, yeah. And it's really, really rare to see that. But yeah, something about interpretations of his stuff has always blown me away. Yeah. Well, uh, going to my one, I, I don't want it to be too long, but I, I have so much to add. I could say to this one. Um, because like early on in my, my childhood – my mom and me would watch black and white horror films. Mm-hmm. She would tell me all the time that um, The House on Haunted Hill was the scariest movie she had ever seen. When I was a kid and seeing it, it blew my mind that it scared her because it is so, you know, cheesy. Mm-hmm. You can see strings. You can, it's, mm-hmm. Nothing really happens. And But I also, you know, her love of these black and white movies became my love of these black and white movies. And... I watched them for so long and they were so important to me. So when I was sick all the time, I would watch these movies and a couple, just the name were besides uh, house on Hunter Hill, uh, the, the, the crawling eye. <laughs> and I, I, something about them just made me love them. But, um, the, the one story I want to bring up for this, the one that's, I think the most relevant to this topic is that when I was <laughs> another hospital visit, with me and my hospital visits, and later in my life, uh, I was uh, um, still in high school, and I had tickets to go see Alice in Chains, and I think it was three bands playing, and they were like big bands. The only band I wanted to see was Alice in Chains. I was obsessed with Alice in Chains. I love them. And, they are a good band. <laughs> yeah, and it was like three great bands. I, I can't even remember who the two were right now. I think it was Candlestick was the other third band. But Candlestick? Is that the name? 
What's the name? Are you trying to say Candlebox? Is that the name of that band? I thought it was Candlestick. No! I love Candlestick, though. They are forever going to be Candlestick. What, what is their song? Um, oh, they He's have, like walking um, around with a wire. Is that that band? Um, in the video? No, He's like walking around the house have, with a uh, long wire? They have you. They have, oh, but you left me far behind. You know That, that? might have been yeah, the one. that one. That's Candlebox? That's, That's Candlebox, yes. Oh, Jesus. I didn't care. Like, at the time, I could care less, and I still don't really. But Alice in Chains blew me away. It, it, I don't know what it was. I listened to their first two albums, and their 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 uh, they had another one with Soundgarden. They did like a little EP or whatever it's yeah. called, and I, I listened to it ad nauseum. There's repeat on repeat. Love them. So I had tickets, of course. In Scott tradition, I got sick because I constantly get sick when I have something I really, really I'm looking forward to. And now people get mad at me when I say, "Are you looking forward to it?" And I say, "Nope." <laughs> And everybody always gets mad. Why aren't you looking forward to it? I'm like, you'd have to live my life. Because something always happens. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I just don't ever, like, I never get excited. I never get, like, worked up about anything. It's really rare for me. Um, So, yeah, this was one of those times. I got really sick. And I went to the hospital again. And I was in the hospital for a bit. And super depressed. Everything was going wrong for me. And crazy enough, Allison Chains... Lance Daly had an overdose. Mm-hmm. And he didn't perform. They replaced him with Flight. Mm-hmm. I think that's the name of Rob Helford's other band. Is it? Fun fact, you're wrong. I don't know. Yeah, uh, that's really odd. And I heard the guys from Candlestick <laughs> <laughs> had mocked him uh, on stage. Which, oh, I would have lost my fucking mind. Anyways, uh... St- just talk about depression, right? I was just so sad in this hospital bed. And I was just devastated. And I don't know if this is a thing, but, like, I was even, like, like rejecting the medicine in the IV. Like, I don't know if that's a thing. I, I think it is. I don't know if it is when you're so depressed that you can actually kind of, like, bleed into the IV. Oh, no, I've never heard of that. I, but- I, don't, I don't know if I'm making this up, but at least that's what I thought was... Or at least I thought the nurse told me that I was depressed. They asked me if I was depressed. And I said, yeah. And one night, I was just so bored. And again, worried that Hocus Pocus might oh come on Oh my God, I was going to say, I, if they put Hocus Pocus on. But what did come on was Psycho. Yeah. And I got to sit there in this hospital bed and re-watch Psycho in a way that I don't know if I ever had before. Sometimes when you see a movie at home and you don't go to the theater and you can't see, sometimes you just keep leaving the room and you miss it. You don't really understand it. Yeah, you walk around. And when you're in a spot where you just can't leave and you have to stare at the television, you just really start paying attention to movies. Yeah. And I sat there and I watched Psycho and it, everything perked up. The movie is just so incredible. Mm -hmm. And the directing is so phenomenal. Hitchcock is a master. What can you give away any secrets of, of, of your theory of, of scaring people? The psycho shower scene made many women un- afraid to take a shower in a house where they were alone for years, some to this day. Well, I had um, a letter from a man who said that uh, my daughter, after she saw the French film Diabolique, would never take a tub anymore because they had a scene 
with a man coming out of a tub and taking his eyes out. Some horror scene. Yeah. He said, and after seeing that, she'd never take a tub. Now, having seen Psycho, she won't take a shower. Mm -hmm. As a result, she's very unpleasant to be around. <laughs> so I replied, I said, dear sir, <laughs> send her to the dry cleaners. <laughs> I just remember it made that night better for me. Yeah. And I remember, I think I didn't, I wasn't in that long after that because I think it just perked me up and I started like feeling better. Ever since that night, I think I watched movies differently. I started really paying attention to the filmmaking, the aspect of like camera shots and angles and yeah. how do you, how do you use music? And people talk to me still to this day, and they say, well, you see movies differently than other people. Well, yeah, I mean, Hitchcock will make you do that, you know? I think so, too. And, you know, like, people are always saying that to me, like, oh, well, you look at it a whole different way than other people. I just watch a movie to watch a movie. And I'm like, that's always blown my mind, because I'm like, I'm just appreciating it. I'm just trying to appreciate every aspect of it. And that movie, that night, really really did that to me mm -hmm. and to see that movies can make me so happy kind of made me just start becoming the hugest movie fan you've ever seen like after that music kind of took a side like a side thing uh everything else i was doing kind of took a side and i started just watching movies like mm -hmm. i became obsessed and i just had a huge movie collection i had memorabilia i started becoming a freak with it. <laughs> and it's all because of psycho yeah and i will always hold psycho up as one not only one of the best movies ever made but the one of the best horror movies ever made it's in the top if it's not number one it's like top three definitely definitely i agree with that like so you credit hitch and i credit Stephen King. King, yeah, yeah, which is uh, two two masters, two masters, yeah, two masters at their at their games. Yep. Yeah, and and I don't know. What, do you have a, a story about Psycho? The first time you saw it, or when it like? Relevant? I honestly don't remember the first time I saw it, mm. but um, I do have an affinity for black and white movies, especially black yeah. and white horror. So Hitchcock is right there. He's he's up there with mm. my top um directors of all time because yeah. he and he does shots that most people back then too he was a pioneer he did things that people weren't even dreaming of doing yeah and um yeah you, so he's up there the argument has always been the first slasher movie and they're saying like they're arguing like what's the first slasher and you know a lot of people say some strange ones but you know psycho came out and i think peeping tom and psycho came out at the same time yeah in two different places and really were the like a big part of that like and i think they deserve the credit that they they did get you 1960 know, like, yeah yeah they really yes is it 60 1960 for for a hitch and yeah. it, what's amazing is he didn't have to do black and white he could have one color which everybody else was yeah. but he was like hey i can make this movie cheap it, yeah but it was brilliantly filmed in black and white i mean Incredible. why would you want to make it in color it he's wouldn't like, have had the same effect i don't think he's like don't give me i don't want fake blood it's too expensive give me some hershey syrup Yep, and, he, and you know he he just chocolate syrup he was spraying. Yeah, it's incredible when you think about the movie, not even needing to see actual like penetration of a, a knife, yeah. not to see any of that, just phenomenal, just yes. a phenomenal and, like 
Also, if I can just uh, chime in real quick, that that movie has also sparked my love of spooky houses <laughs> because yeah. the the Psycho House. Oh my God! When they used to have it at the Universal Studios oh, back then, you can go so see great. it. I loved it. I was yeah. like, wow, this house is beautifully creepy. So now I am obsessed with beautifully creepy oh. houses and churches and buildings. One of the things I miss the most is Universal Studios Hitchcock Museum type thing. Yeah. That, where they, you would go in with the 3D glasses and you would see the birds, scenes from the birds and Dial M for Murder yeah. in 3D. And I, I think they, they also had vertigo too. So it was like doubly trippy because they, the birds you know, ripped through the screen. Yeah. They like redid it. And then, uh, and also, you go into a museum and you put on like glasses to experience the vertigo yeah. in the scene. And you can also uh, get binoculars and look at the house across the street with all the people in the windows. Right. Oh, I, I wish I, they I still be, had that. Yeah, I was obsessed <laughs> with going to that just to see that. Yeah. Like, I became in love with it. Oh, I miss that so much. I know, I do too. <laughs> well, this is some insight into us. Yeah. I mean, this is fun. I, I definitely. Um, since we're doing all um, amazing filmmakers, I- I'm going to chime in and just give a small shout out to Charles Band. Thank you for everything <laughs> that you do. <laughs> oh, no. Because um, he single-handedly freaked me oh, out um, with the killer doll, which is now why I love Chucky so much. And I'm obsessed with Chucky because I love the whole killer doll genre of movies, of horror movies. And he single-handedly produced dolls. From 1987 or something. And uh, I love that movie so much. And I used to watch that on a loop when I was younger. I, and, I used um, to watch Puppet Master. On, I still quote it to this day. Yes, yeah, so. First three Puppet Master movies yeah. hold, hold a spot dear in my heart. So, and I don't know why. He's a master in his own way. Yeah. <laughs> so um, thank you, Charles Band. <laughs> I just want to like, I just want to point out, since this is the end of October and the Potoween ending, we are we are probably scaring off of subscribers or, or <laughs> listeners, and we are bleeding them. And I, I just want to laugh about it because we've pissed off probably so many people with different episodes that people probably came to. They're like, "Oh, let's listen to this monsters episode." Oh, yeah, and they're sorry. shooting on Rob Zombie the entire time, you know, or the uh, whatever. Just you know, you know it's just it's a matter just for of fun. Opinion. It's a matter of opinion. It's a matter of opinion. But it's I, for fun, and we're not trying to insult anyone. <laughs> This is who we are. And that's we, what we're doing this episode. Yeah, yeah, this is us. We're we're two, you know, nerdy goobers. And, you know, we we we're t- we just have our own opinions. We like talking <laughs> shit. And, uh, you know, no no uh, disrespect to any yeah. of you Rob Zombie fans. <laughs> <laughs> just, so don't, yeah, don't take it too we're hard. We're all disliking like something different. Yeah. But that's just how we are. Yeah, um, yeah. So, but, yeah, I mean. Thanks for listening. And, uh you know, thanks for coming back and listening to these these episodes. We really enjoy doing yeah, this. Yeah, especially so. during October and um, happy Halloween, everybody. And we're probably going to, yeah, and happy Halloween. We're probably going to do something new for Thanksgiving. Yep, for Just the month like of we November. did with Halloween, it'll change up to something else, which yep. is going to be our appreciation probably of bad movies yes. that we love. <laughs> so I hope you join us. And thanks for always for listening. Have a good one.